Shahid Afridi joins me on Grandstand Cricket across the country. Uh, Shahid, lovely to see you in Australia again. Thank you so much. I was missing Australia as well because last time I was here in 2015. 2015, what, what brings you back? I think, uh, well, I was missing Australia. I'm missing cricket, watching uh, Pakistan and Australia game as well. And um, uh, because I'm uh, running a charity organization as well, which is very, very important, which I call a second inning. First inning, my cricketing career was done. And uh, I think uh, uh, f- with the more name, with more famous, with more uh, power, you have more, some more responsibilities as well. And uh, I think we have uh, uh, working in a different areas where the people is the most needed. So tell us a bit more about um, the Shahid Afridi Foundation. What, what do you guys do? Uh, we work in uh, health, education, clean drinking, water, emergency relief. Uh, uh, when my father passed away in 2011-12, I started build a hospital on his name in, in a very remote area. And uh, most of the charities, they're doing a great job in Pakistan, uh, but they're working in a, a easy access where no security issues. Uh, but I'm working where the security issues and where it's not easy to reach there. It's, uh, it's like... A, in the most uh, poorest part, like Blochistan, KPK, we work there. Where does this passion come from? What, why have you decided to do this as your, your second act, really, in, uh, in public life? Honestly speaking, uh, it's, it's, it's very easy to live a life for yourself. It's very easy. Uh, because my, uh, my religion teaches me the, that uh, if you do something for others, so you become a great man. So I'm trying to be a great uh, because, uh, like what I said, it's easy to live a life for yourself. But if you do something for others where the people is most needed, it's a totally a different satisfaction. And you can't buy this, that satisfaction with money. And tell us a bit about your relationship with Shaheen Shah Afridi. I think you, you must know that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, good. he's a good boy. He's doing well. And I was uh, expecting... Uh, uh, in, uh, more in the, uh, this uh, test cricket and uh, especially with the, against a great opposition. And uh, I think he's doing well. He's doing well, yes. What's the connection for people that aren't aware? I'm a father-in-law. Father-in-law. Uh, so he's married to your daughter? Yeah. Yes. Very good. How, how, long they, how did they get to meet? How did they know each other? Uh, I think uh, the, the, uh, they didn't know each other. Uh, and uh, the, uh, Shine's family was very interested uh, because Shine's mother knows uh, my daughter as well. So... Uh, he asked me, I said, you just go both, take your time, understand each other. If it's work, just go for it. That was a beautiful story. It's, uh, it's a nice connection. Shahid Afridi with me on Grandstand at Lunch on ABC Radio across the country. You've got a long relationship with Australia. Your test debut back in 1998, a long time ago, against the Australians. What do you remember about that test match? My five favorite kids. In yeah. the first inning. <laughs> I think, well, uh, playing against Australia is always I enjoyed because uh, uh, it's always a great uh, opposition. And, uh, like, Steve was always my great captain and uh, Magra, one of my best uh, fast bowler, and Warney, you know, I think uh, he was he is the university of spinning leg spinners. And so I think playing against these guys was very honored for me. And uh, I think I, I played it for the first test match after after I think 60, 65 ODIs I played. So uh, that was my best memory against Australia, my debut, and I got five wickets. And on, on, on the first ball of the match, I hit four. 
Oh, that's a, that's, that's a nice memory. This, and then you played against them in, what, a World Cup final less than a year and a half later. Yeah, in 99, we played in Lords that final. And uh, I think we, we played well in that final, uh, that World Cup. But I think Australia dominated and uh, they really played well in, uh, uh, in the final. What were some of the biggest challenges that you found as a cricketer from a Southeast Asian country coming down to Australia to play in these parts? It feels like this Pakistan team has shown so much fight right throughout the series, but what are some of the, the biggest obstacles that you found playing down here? I think conditions matters. You know, uh, the pitches, maybe uh, playing in Pakistan where the ball is not coming above the waist height and in Australia, totally different. So uh, I, I believe that uh, Pakistan under-19 team, Pakistan A team should tour these countries, Australia, South Africa, England, where the conditions are different from Asian uh, conditions. So they have to tour a lot, especially under-19 team, they have to learn. And whenever they come to Australia again, they, they, uh, they, have, uh, they know that what is the condition there. So they have to prepare themselves according to condition. Every country in cricket feels like they've got a lot of cricket politics. We have it here in Australia. We talk about you know, unrest that's going on at various times. And when touring teams come out, it feels like there's an extra focus on their politics and how cricket's going. And Pakistan have had a bit of upheaval recently with the change of captaincy. Babar Azam, no longer the captain. Shah Massoud's in. The coaching director goes. Coaches change regularly. How do you view the health of Pakistan cricket at the moment? How is Pakistan cricket going? Well, I think... Uh... It's the beauty of the uh, it's the beauty of cricket as well. Difficult times, you know. But I think like uh, the, like in England, Australia, South Africa, the, uh, there is no politics. Not like Pakistan and India or Bangladesh. Uh, different uh, people, different mindsets here. Uh, they live a life uh, on the, uh, for the same day. They don't worry about the tomorrow. Or, you know, they're not thinking about the yesterday. But they learn from yesterday. Uh, and uh, I think. Uh, uh, now Pakistan board have Mohammad Afiz as a director of cricket uh, and then uh, uh, Wahab Riaz as a chief selector. So we expecting good from them because they played a lot for Pakistan. They del deliver a lot for Pakistan. They know the issues in domestic cricket. So they have to work in domestic cricket. You're very busy with the Shahid Afridi Foundation. I know you're a team mentor for a side in the not too different past. Are you, are you involved in cricket? What are you doing in cricket nowadays? Uh, well, I'm very, very, very busy with foundation as well. But uh, whenever the chairman want to meet, I give them suggestion. My only focus is grassroots level. You have to focus on grassroots level. Don't worry about the Pakistan senior team. Just focus, think for 15 or 20 years. Don't worry about for tomorrow, day after tomorrow. Make a plan for next 50, 20 years. And uh, like uh, grassroots level, uh, uh, like under 14, under 16, uh, it's very, very important. You have to, and we need a good top-class coaches on uh, in uh, on under 14 and under 16 level uh, because uh, uh, this is the stage from where the uh, the player is growing. Uh, we have to uh, give them a, a good skills. You know uh, what the international cricket demand is. So this, it's the right time to work on on the grassroots level. Shahid Afridi with me on Grandstand at lunch, ABC Radio across the country. Are kids in Pakistan as passionate about cricket today as they were when you were a kid? Yes, they are. They are. Uh, but as, a, as elders, we have a responsibility to give them a good institutes, like a good academies. To they, they can come and they can, we can uh, uh, develop their skills 
uh, which is very very important yeah there is a talent but we wasting talent uh, because of the uh, infrastructure you're an amazing player and your short form stuff was phenomenal it felt like if anything you were born just a little bit too early before uh, if you were born a little bit later and the riches of t20 cricket and everything in, uh, in in the way that it panned out where do you see the future for test cricket what, what does test cricket look like particularly for a country like Pakistan in the next five ten years I think uh, I think the people they uh, they it's like what I said the chairman and the the seniors they have a responsibility to bring the boys to make a mindset of them to play a red ball cricket which is very very important and with the with a good change is always very good I think uh, we can do experiment of four day four day cricket not five day four day will be fine though this is the change we can make in a test cricket. Uh, can I ask you about a couple of controversies very quickly? If I'm available to answer that, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first one, um, the, the 2009 terror attacks on the Sri Lankan bus, it obviously led to a number of uh, years where Pakistan wouldn't host test matches. How challenging was that as a cricketer at the time and for Pakistan to have to play all their home fixtures on, on neutral locations and not be able to host cricket for a long period? Very difficult. That was a difficult time. I still remember that and uh, we trying to convince overseas cricketers to come to Pakistan and play. Uh, so we played our part at that time and uh, uh, we because there was no cricket in Pakistan and uh, home ground was like Dubai and Sharjah. Uh, but I think uh, oh, I have to go, uh, give, a, uh, I think, uh, credit goes to uh, West Indies Cricket Board, the Bang Sri Lankan Board, and then Bangladesh, then especially Australia came to Pakistan as well. So I believe on a cricket uh, sports diplomacy, which is very, very important between the countries. And that's what I want with India as well. Uh, do politics, but not in sports. Is Pakistan a safe place for teams to travel and for people to visit now? You want me to book a ticket for you and I'll, take you with me? I would love to go to Pakistan. You will love it. You will yeah. enjoy it this because Pakistan is the a great, uh, great hospitality. You, you know, you can get it. And uh, I will be your host. Come wherever you want to go in Pakistan, you can go. That'll be, I might hold you to that. That'll be, uh, that'll be great. Um, the on-field stuff. So, Wakar Yunus is working with us during this test match. We, we love Wakar. And you obviously played yeah. with him. He then was your coach. Yeah. Memorable incident during a test match. I think it was against the Australians in England. where in you, England, were, yeah, yeah, yeah. you were captain of the team at the time. Yeah. You, is it true that you announced your resignation from the captaincy during the match? Not during the match, after the test match. Uh, because I was not interested and chairman, my uh, a cricket board chairman, he wanted me to continue a test cricket. I told him that I'm feeling bored. I don't enjoy test cricket at all. So no, I know your leadership. Uh, I, I got some very good uh, uh, news from the dressing room that you leading the team very well and everyone is giving you a very respect. So we want a leader like you. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going there to play test cricket against Australia, but wherever I feel bored, I'm not going to, I'm not, I will take a retirement. He said, okay, okay your call. <laughs> and, and last one on the, on the controversies, in Perth, ODI, the ball, yeah. in which you, it's seemingly looking to try and bite the ball. Can you, can you, what are your reflections on, uh, on what happened over there? I think the, that uh, incident was, uh, uh, not good at all, and I'm ashamed of, of that. I feel always guilty whenever I think about it. Uh, but it's uh, you can make mistakes and you can learn from that.
you did plenty of good things in your career. Your innings in particular in the final of the, the 2000 and I think it was, was it 2009, the T20 World Cup against yeah, Sri Lanka? Yeah, semi-final and final. Yeah, yeah in which you were... Uh, you were um, I mentioned both games. Semi-final absolutely. and final we played uh, well. I think that was a very great decision from Yunus Khan uh, to bring me as uh, number three. So you had, do you feel like that was uh, your, your high point that was as, um, in your career? How, how fondly do you reflect on, on Pakistan's run to the title in, in 2009? Well, I think that victory was very, very important. Like what you said before, that uh, uh, attack uh, on Sri Lankan team, and there was no cricket in Pakistan as well. So for us as a nation, that uh, World Cup was very, very important. And there were, that was an opportunity for all of the senior players to perform well and become a heroes. We saw you play T20 cricket here in Australia. I think you wore double zero on your yeah, back. Yeah. Where did the double zero come from? Ask uh, the team management. I have no idea. But, <laughs> I but thought I, you might have chosen it. No, no, no. I, my, always, uh, my number was always number 10. Number 10. Yeah. So you went to double zero there. And last one, Boom Boom. Yeah. One of the best nicknames in world sport. Who gave you the nickname Boom Boom Afridi? Mr. Ravi Shastri. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was playing in India and I was uh, I scored 100 on uh, 43 ball, I think, yeah. So, in that match, he gave me uh, that name, Boom Boom. Uh, good luck with the foundation. You so You're doing some great things uh, post-cricket. I might see you in Pakistan soon. Uh, uh, please come if you are free. Uh, we have a dinner, foundation dinner tomorrow. Please come and visit.